this is where the magic happens. I'm Angela Lovell. I'm a psychic. I'm an empath, indigo child, master of loving, technically a 33 already in this lifetime. And um, fairies took my ring, and I'm real fucking pissed about it today. <laughs> fairies are, are back. Um, we're going to have to get back over there. This is Ryan Singer. Thank you for joining us. Uh, stand-up comedian, um, you know, Lover of all things paranormal, supernatural, investigator of such things, but uh, mostly, you know, stand-up comedian, uh, I guess mostly. Um, I, I'll, you know what? I'm just a sentient being of light there you who go. happens to do these things. Yeah. I don't need to You've identify myself. and hobbies and passions. I have recently told the universe to lay out the path of which I'm supposed to be traveling. Whoa. So You should make a contract and with I, the universe. And I've tried to... I'm trying to detach myself from ego. I mean, like, because I'm very ego attached to being a stand-up comedian. <sighs> well, there's no way to be a st- any kind of performer without an ego. You right. wouldn't be able to so, get on stage. So, I mean, like, but I've always identified, like, oh, so, oh, this is Ryan Singer, stand-up comedian, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it's what I, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to tell dirty jokes in the dark where adults cuss <laughs> and drink. <laughs> Right. And I was like, that's the life I want. Like, I just want to do that forever. Tell dirty jokes in the dark when people are drinking. This and is, so I've achieved that goal. Did you know as a child that that was a I mean, comedian? that's what I want. Well, <laughs> like you were just of. imagining this kind, like, no, no, utopia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew of the concept of like a nightclub just from watching like, you know, old documentaries or movies or something where there'd be like some like uh, thing about the Rat Pack or something oh, yeah. like that. You know, I'm like, oh, this is where this is where you live. Yeah. This is where you spend all of your time. Yeah, in a dark hole. And, and it, you know, I don't feel alive until nighttime. I don't either. I don't either. Um, but you are a Cancer, so you're ruled by the moon. And uh, I don't know why I am. I think fire just like we always feel like we're missing out on stuff. So yeah, I got to be awake at night. I mean, uh, we were just talking before uh, like i'm drinking coffee at 11 o'clock last night with some friends at a diner but the i don't know the idea uh there's a good friend of mine chris crofton who's an amazing comedian and musician he's got this great album that just came out called hello it's me you should check it out it's for free on spotify you can listen to it or you can buy it um but anyway we were talking we go to diners during the morning sometimes we'll like okay let's make ourselves wake up so we'll meet at a diner at 11 at 11. Right, which yeah. some people listening to this were like, what? And it's like, well, when you're up till four in the morning, 11's early. Yeah. And so we were talking because he's like, you know, he's older like I am. And we're just like, at some point, you just have to accept who you are. Yeah. And it's like, in- instead Agreed. of like beating yourself up for yep. not being awake at 7.30 like everybody else, it's like, well, why is everybody else up at 7.30? Oh, it's because of this system of capitalism yes. that has been put in place to make you feel shame mm-hmm. if you're not awake being a, a productive worker bee yep i do in my this best fucking society yeah now you feel guilty and everyone's like oh you slept all day yeah i was up all night yeah i was up all night doing stuff you that son matters. of a bitch judge me you're the you're the peon tool yeah um this is reminding me of a really fucked up story that i forgot about i went to a diner one time it was it, it must have been november 1st it was the day after halloween because i blamed uh eating peanut butter cups in the middle of the night on these nightmares i was at a diner uh, it was a weekend too, um, like a Saturday or Sunday. I was at a diner at like 7 a.m. because I woke up at 5.30, terrorized. I had Mothman prophecy nightmares. And the craziest thing is I get up, I can't go back to sleep. And I'm like, let me just look at my email and like kind of just get my mind out of this horrible nightmare I just had. I have an email from my brother and it's him saying, 
I just watched Mothman Prophecies for the first time and I Googled this. This shit is real. Have you ever looked into this? And I was having Mothman nightmares and I was like, I'm not going back to sleep for days. Yeah, there's no way I'm going back to sleep at that point. Oh, hell no. I wonder if that's a connection, some kind of, there's obviously some kind of connection between you and your brother. Mm -hmm. And there's, yeah, that is really interesting. I mean, like you're having... You're having a dream of his awakened yep. life. Yeah, another which is yeah. It happened another time too. My mom called me. Uh, it was she called me at like five thirty in the morning or something? It was really crazy, and I woke up just a few moments before the phone rang, and I was terrified. I didn't know why. It, it wasn't a dream or anything, but I was terrified something bad was happening. And then she called and told me something bad was happening. So yeah, I mean we're connected. I'm sure everybody has those stories. Well, yeah, I mean not well. I think everybody has the potential to have those stories, but not everybody has those stories. Not everybody is as tapped in to yeah. their inherent abilities that, you know, someone like yourself or like my mom has been telling me about these dreams her whole life that Whoa. she'll have of, of like, I used to do a joke about it. Um, she would call me up terrified and be like, Oh my God, I had the worst nightmare uh, where you were in a, you were like in a horrible car accident. Um, on on like Monday, and I was like, in the joke is like, well, why are you calling me on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> like you need to call me like that day and be like, don't drive today. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, what the fuck are you waiting for? Way to for? go, mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, my, my but mom. there is something interesting about like, because I love the idea of time. You know the the concept of linear time. Yeah, which science has. You know what? I, I don't know how to prove any of that stuff I mean, or like to reference exactly what I'm talking about. But the idea of linear time, that time is not linear in the way that we understand it, mm-hmm. um, like in its inherent properties. We like, don't understand because we've kind of all. created this measurement system mm-hmm. of whatever the hell time really is. Yeah. Right? So when you have like future and or past, like to us seems like so impossible because, no, we're stuck in the present yeah. We can't be accessing the future or the past. When someone had told me to think of time like a room, like a box, as opposed to like a straight line that keeps going forward or backward, mm-hmm. it's a box. And so like different parts of time are in different spaces and like space time is interwoven together. Ooh, right? I like so that. So that helps my brain a little bit uh-huh. to try to kind of wrap around it. But I still have always had a very difficult time. Uh, wow, no pun intended. Yeah. Understanding time, <laughs> but um, a difficult time. So, with like time. being able to access the future through dreams or the past through like hypnosis or um, regression therapy and mm-hmm. things like that. It's not so crazy. No, no. When you start actually thinking about well, it. Well, and our memories are shit. Our memories are shit. We fill in so many blanks. I feel like, I don't think I said this here, but um, the Innocence Project, it's like 72% of the people who have been released through the Innocence Project who were wrongfully accused, they were released or they had been um, prosecuted with eyewitness testimony. And these eyewitnesses were not bad people. They really believed what they saw, but the memory fills in all the holes. The, like people think they remember things, your brain filled in holes. <clears throat> and it's funny, I super duper believe in that. And then sometimes like if I say that to someone and they're like, well, how do you know that all your ghost stories are true from childhood? And I'm like, oh, cause that was trauma. <laughs> like that was, <laughs> you don't forget seeing, I don't, I didn't, I don't know that the other details were real. Like, I don't know what the hell shoes I was wearing or sometimes what maybe my bed set looked like. But um, yeah, I think, uh, oh, this also reminds me of this other thing. Did you ever hear, I think it was on NPR, a family was being haunted 
and they all were seeing ghosts and they were terrified. They discovered they had a gas leak and the gas I have heard was of this, making yeah. it was so great. I mean, I didn't have that, but so I would like the shared, they had this like almost shared hallucination yep. experience. Yeah. Um, that had, you know, at its root, the same cause. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of crazy shit to tell you about today. I am full on, uh, seeing things like well and before we get into that i do want to like i'm not sure how we're going to frame this whole thing no. this whole episode but the the idea too of the eyewitness testimony in the innocence project uh-huh. which it's, it's very fascinating stuff but i mean that is where you get into some real difficulty with trying to explain or quote unquote prove the paranormal to yeah people. because i mean this is one of the big you know bullets that the skeptic will fire at, a, at the paranormal target when, yeah. when you're trying to explain to someone, you know, this experience is real. I've had this experience or these people did see Bigfoot or they saw ghosts or things like that. They'll be like, well, let's talk about how your memory is filled with shit. Yeah. Right? And so. And completely unreliable. Yeah. And they say seeing is believing, but I truly believe that feeling uh-huh. or experiencing is really believing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that will make anyone, when you experience something, that will make anyone a believer. And so when it comes to what you're going to be talking about today, <laughs> people under people listening should just understand that this is an experience. These are experiences yeah. that you have had or that I have had when I dated a woman who could shapeshift. Mm-hmm. Like, I was there. I felt the stomach. Yeah. Right? Uh, yes. A pregnant woman who was not pregnant. Um, and you shared it. Someone yeah. else was there experiencing exactly. it. Exactly. And therefore, you. I don't need, it's not important that other people believe it. And it wasn't a blip. It, it was yeah. a whole evening of crazy That's shit. That's the fun thing, too, about this. Like, when it comes to the world of paranormal and experiencing these mm-hmm. wild things, these crazy things, it's not important. Like, just because someone else doesn't believe it doesn't mean it's not real. They can't take anything from you. Right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter if someone I, believes it. It's still yeah, real. Yeah, when I meet non-believers and I tell them my story. Well, there was this one guy, really, I loved him. I actually read his tarot cards, uh... God, this was like 2000. He was my, he is my ex's best friend. And I went to my ex's wedding and this guy is a beautiful soul. He gave the best, best man speech I've ever heard in my life. And um, I read his cards at the time. He had never had sex before, like with anybody. And um, I told him that this older woman was going to seduce him. And it was in his near future. And he went to a New Year's Eve party and he lost his virginity. And I told him a bunch of my ghost stories. And he's like a very pragmatic, practical person. And he just kept saying to me, he believed me, but he kept saying, if I had seen any of this, I would never be able to stop researching it. I would never be able to stop going down the rabbit hole. And I was like, dude, welcome to my world. <laughs> you never stop. <laughs> you don't, you, and it's, it's funny too, because I just opened myself up to it so much recently because I want to amp up my psychic ability. I got my third eye open, but now I'm getting a little smug. Like, you know, my big talk about how I'm going to uh, decalcify my pineal gland. I had two dirty martinis last night. I I am pretty much off coffee. Well, stuff. you're in a celebratory mood. I am, yeah, because I passed my phone psychic test. I'm probably gonna go back to that. The guy actually stopped me in the middle of the reading, and he's like, "Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you're the real deal. So let me let me make an offer." <laughs> I well, guess, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess that his wife was an Aries. And he was so sweet, but he had a very, he just didn't have a lot going on. And then I, I after I got him talking about his his life, I was like, damn, what do people see when they read him? Because there just isn't a lot. He's not doing a lot. But I told him the significance of them putting a trip on the books and how soon they were, they, they had a very strong marriage and everything. And I was like, honestly, you really don't have a lot going on. And I'm sorry. But like, 
he was like, no, you're right. You're right. We have teenage kids. We don't do a lot of stuff. And, um, but yeah, I was celebrating cause I passed my psychic test. And then I was also kind of sad because last night was the last meditation I have with Sarah. She moved to Idaho. That's right. Today, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. she was headed toward I just the, saw the I have an state. email from her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kept starting to cry. Oh, last night was so good. So her cat Cleo, who I love, and when I go over there, it's just me. Um, Cleo comes out, lets me pet her. For some reason last night, Cleo was on fire. She was rolling around being real slutty. And um, she kept coming over and teasing me. And she'd go to like the one woman who was next to me and like grab onto her yoga mat and look me in the eye and like move when I petted her. And then she'd go to the other side of me and do that. Then while we were meditating, Cleo kept jumping over my head. Like full, I would open my eyes and Sarah would stop what she was doing. and We'd both like laugh. It happened four times, Cleo jumping just over my face. The fourth time, she deliberately kicked me in the face. But she was playing. She was so playful with me last night. And um, I don't know why. I was, so, I was like, Cleo knew it was the last time we were going to see each other. And she was just like giving me a big dose of my favorite kind of bitchiness, cat bitchiness. And uh, uh, so during the meditation last night, Sarah was calling on power animals and it's like spirit animals are different. I already know my spirit animals are because I've been them and I have worked as them. Um, I had long, long time crow life in the land of the dead where I was a crow who shepherded and shepherded in souls, shepherded in. And um, I think that's correct. Yeah, right. And I was a wolf a lot of the time. I feel like I still get to be a wolf sometimes, like real fucking cool stuff. But your power animal... That's like the one you call in when you need help, when you are on a scary journey or just scared in general, you call on your power animal. So I did not know what mine was. I know what the animals are that I'm, I'm a part of. So we're lying there and it was so cool the way Sarah did this. She would lie down next to each of us, hold our hand, put her foot against your foot. So like we were very connected and she would, she said it took four times. She made them show themselves to her four times. She lies down next to the woman next to me and I close my eyes and I start visualizing and I'm trying to see my power animal before Sarah tells me. First, I see the one of the clearest visions I've ever had of this wolf, this really beautiful, majestic wolf and the face and the eyes and it looks at me and I'm like, oh my God, is my power animal wolf? It looks me in the eye like, and turns around and leaves. And I was like, whoa, why is my wolf leaving? You know, I guess that's making room for my power animal. Then I see owls. I see not one owl. I see two owls. And I'm thinking like, that would be a cool power animal. And I'm just lying there visualizing. And um, I see what so I... So you're a kid <laughs> in a metaphysical candy store. Yeah. So I'm like, I want like a real badass, strong fighter power animal. The, um, the one woman across from us, it's like this big joke. She has this gorilla who's always up on her. She, like her, this gorilla is her protector in all things. And um, Sarah was going to bring in a new one for her. So I'm lying there. I see what I think is a frog. I couldn't get a good look at this thing. And I'm like, oh, that would suck. I hope it's not a frog. Then I see 
these. And, and on behalf of all frogs, I want to be like, we can revisit this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because frogs are well, pretty fucking cool. I love frogs. But I love we, frogs. But yeah, we can, we can talk about that later. Louisiana is like the frog capital of the world. My ex took me there based on my love of frogs. I and love Lafayette. There's a great comedy you show. Do? Uh, Jason Leonard, JP Leonard runs a great comedy show. I've been through there a couple It's a times. magical place. There's uh, Lafayette's great. You yeah. get some boudin balls. Oh, and, hell yeah. Okay, anyway. So so I, I, I see this thing and I... It, and now I'm. I think I'm. I think I've lost the ability to see color. Like it looks like, um, maybe it's a tiger. It's black and white striped, and that one was really hard to read. And those were the only animals I saw. Then Sarah lies down next to me, holds my hand, and I'm lying there, and she's holding my hand, and I kept like getting giggly, and then almost crying. Like I was just so sad that she's leaving, even though I'm. I, somebody said something to me about. Um, I hope you're not getting addicted to your shaman, and I was like. Go get a shaman and see how you feel. You never want to stop working with your shaman. Like that doesn't go away. It's better than anything I've ever done. So she's holding my hand. And then uh, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything while Sarah was doing me. And I think also I was like, <laughs> I was like, I hope she doesn't read my mind right now because I'm just so mad at her. <laughs> leaving. And, and I just had like all these different stupid thoughts going through my head. Then she gets up. She has me sit up and she does something to the top of my head. And uh, then she leans down and she goes, your power animal is a, a chihuahua. And I was like, what? <laughs> she, goes, <laughs> she goes, they don't usually have names, but he wanted me to let you know his name is Tomcat. And I was like, oh, that's better. And then I go, what did he look like? Because you're supposed to be looking for these. These things are going to lead you to your best soulmate, to on your journey. She told me, He's a brown chihuahua and he looks like he's wearing eyeliner. And I was like, okay. So you got yourself a sassy tomcat. I got a sassy tomcat. And also, here's the thing chihuahuas are the most aggressive breed of dog. So this is great. And I fostered a lot of chihuahuas. So I feel like Tomcat owes me on behalf of his people. So he's going to work harder for me than the people who got these creatures they've never even dealt with. The spiritual with. ledger. Yeah. Yeah. The They're like, oh, ledger. okay. Uh, us chihuahuas need to so, you know, pay our debt. Yeah. So check this out. So I have Tomcat, the brown chihuahua wearing makeup. The woman next to me had a polar bear. I did not see that. The other woman next to me had an owl. So the other owl I saw was another person. Two people had owls. The woman across from me had an iguana. And when Sarah was saying this, she goes, when I saw it, I thought it was a frog at first. And I was like, holy shit, I totally saw the same thing. Then the woman who already has the gorilla has a zebra. So when I saw like what I thought might be a tiger, the black and white stripes, I was actually getting a glimpse of her zebra, which was so cool. And I was just, I was... I was like, wow, if I actually tried to see someone's power animals, like the way Sarah did it, could I see them? And I was texting Brandy and Brandy's like, dude, you got to tell me what my power animal is. <laughs> and I was like, sure, it's probably a breed of dog as well. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm totally fine with this Tomcat thing. But now I have to keep an eye out for brown chihuahuas. And Brandy was at a show last night and John Hamm, she was backstage and John Hamm was performing too. And I texted her and I was like, hey, if John Hamm gets attacked by a brown chihuahua in the parking lot, you let me know. <laughs> 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 well, that's interesting because the difference between power animal and spirit animal, mm-hmm. I think, is important. I think I, I can't remember if we really touched on it or how in depth we got previously. But when it comes to doing uh, animal medicine, yeah, is another way of saying it. Uh, with 
because I know after my session with Sarah, I, I really like embraced the, you know, part of my homework was to research eagle medicine and lion medicine. Yeah. And I do feel like the lion specifically, um, currently, I think it has a little more of a, an impact on me on a day-to-day basis than like maybe the eagle, which I think is more spiritual. Yeah. That like makes the spiritual sense. connection. So, um, Depending on what I'm working through mm-hmm. or going through, you know, one of them is a little more in the forefront. Yeah. The eagle usually is just kind of like hanging out, flying around somewhere well, is when I, yeah. when I see it. Like if I'm going on hikes, the eagle's like ahead of me looking, just looking at stuff. Yeah. And the lion's always just right there, like trying to be like, come on, motherfucker. Yes. Um, but uh, I have, yeah. I, well, I have a really crazy crow story because I've been connecting with them there. The land that I bought, this land that I manifested, I don't think I've ever talked about how I did this. Um, when I lived in Utah and I was miserable and friendless and so sad and lonely. Um, at late at night, I would look online at land in Eagle Rock. And I don't know what it is about Eagle Rock. I can't really put my finger on it, but there's just magnificent fucking energy there. And someday it's all gonna be, you know, taken over. But right now, the bars have to close at midnight because they want it to stay residential, but they're really nice little bars. The is that true about Eagle Rock? Yeah. Oh, the, I didn't know that. Yeah, the best uh, restaurants, all my favorite food is in Eagle Rock. Brandy Posey's in Eagle Rock in the little trailer park there. And um, I would always go stay with Brandy, and then we would just hang out in Eagle Rock and you know go do whatever. you know We would be working on writing projects together. But Eagle Rock had my heart, and I would look so many times at land. I had, um, there actually was a, a plot of land I wanted to buy so badly and I would look back because it was such an expensive piece of land and um, my ex-husband almost had this really big movie deal um, that I was kind of secretly working on it was a Mark Twain thing it was so big we were so optimistic Uh, they took it away because he's white which real fucking stupid thing to do because Mark Twain is white like the I mean, I'm all about the the diversity, but like, huh, I really wanted it up that. Well, project. I mean, it's yeah, it's like, it's one of those <laughs> funny things where it's like, I'm all about diversity, but don't take my job. Yeah, don't. That's and so, that's but, yeah. fucking racist against the white people, and I'm not the problem. He's not the problem. The, the you know the hill people are the problem. Um, okay, so anyway, this land. I <laughs> well, I, I think the industry as a whole, the history of the industry as a whole, has been the problem. Yes. And yeah. the uh, exclusivity of it. Uh, all. The bigots have ruined it for everyone. Well, and I think any correction. There's always an overcorrection to something yep. uh, to a certain degree, like when like the Patriot Act is a good example of us being attacked. Our first big terrorist attack from like, quote unquote, the, the outside. I don't mm-hmm. want to say, quote unquote, the outside. <laughs> I'm not a, a truther. <laughs> and by the way, the word truther shouldn't be a bad word, like someone who wants truth. But anyway, the way we can change words and the meanings is, is crazy. But I mean, I don't. <laughs> Now I feel like this is a weird. I have to like convince now everyone that I'm not like. Position. I don't think George Bush did 9/11. Just to be yeah, clear, yeah, uh, he's not uh, smart enough. We saw the footage of him reading that saying. goat book. He didn't do. That, oh, but there's always an that man can't put his shoes on. Yeah. And that's that's necessary. Yes. And then because we always overcorrect, or overcorrect, mm-hmm. we overcorrect and we pull back just a little bit and like, okay, well, okay, now here's the reasonable space. Yeah. But um, I think. But that's just human nature. I get really mad. Um, not when, not when any. I, I can't imagine what it is like. I mean, it's probably a lot like being a white woman sometimes. But uh, white women have a much better deal in this country. I never. My friends who are of different ethnicities. I was hanging out with um, Native American and a Japanese Chinese friend the other night, and uh, we were talking about some shit. And they tell it like it is. They get in people's faces. They are very proactive 
really cool people. I love them. And I, I mean, they're a couple. They've been together forever. And um, I was like asking them questions because I can't imagine. I didn't go to school and be the, the kid who was Asian, the only kid who was Asian. You know, I don't, I can't imagine that world. So whenever somebody's like, well, oh, my favorite is like, why do the gay people need a parade? Why do they got to flaunt it? And it's like, are you kidding me? They're getting killed for being gay. They have to have parades to balance it out. Like, I, I just, if you're not... If you're not the minority, don't don't assume that you know anything because we don't. We don't. I don't know. Um, I forget why I was making that point. <laughs> oh, you were talking about like the money and Eagle Rock and the Mar- oh yeah. Deal. Okay, so this land, the 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 land that I wanted, this little hill, um, I could see what someone paid for it back in the day, and and it and it was so cheap, so cheap. It was like seven thousand dollars, and I kept thinking, oh my god, I wish so badly in whatever two thousand whatever I had bought this land back then, and then I'd have this land. So it was always in my head and heart, this land that someday I wanted in Eagle Rock, but land in Eagle Rock is the land that I wanted was $130,000. So that's, I mean, that's, that's land in Eagle Rock. That doesn't even have a house on it. So I move here or I'm just, I'm just passing through. I'm here for like two weeks and I meet a DJ. (laughs) This is already such a, oh yeah. Yeah. A, uh, a story filled with potential shit endings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I should, for the record, say that I am very self-aware of my unrealistic. Uh, what's the What's the word? Um, I just DJs. DJs. I oh, just but, like. Oh, I, I don't know cool, why I'm like so a, against DJs. This is a woman DJ from Portland, um, and she's so fucking cool. Uh, she's black and she tells me I just bought a vintage Airstream and I was like I live in a trailer and she was like we should buy this land I just discovered it's only $15,000 in Eagle Rock and we put our trailers on it and we live there now I would come to learn that that is illegal they won't let you put a trailer on land in LA you can because uh, uh, yeah. a trailer in my neighborhood <laughs> <gasps> right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I would want to be so friends bougie. with those people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, she and if you're a me, homeowner and you're like, you don't understand. Guess what? You're bougie. Yeah. No, I don't need. To, I drank too much coffee. I don't need to be aggressive. But. But you're bougie. Don't be bougie. Don't be bougie. Embrace the weirdos. Embrace and the you misfits. You can't ever They're own way land more anyway. You bougie than the bastard. People obsessing about their fucking grass. Also, why are people growing grass? I dug up all my grass in Utah and I planted a motherfucking garden and I ate instead of mowed and, grass. And another reason why we are better than you. Yeah. Listen to this. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting ready. To I'm go sure down everybody that. has <laughs> grass too. I'm sorry, I just attacked all of you. Don't plant grass. Just I walk do around the better. neighborhood like when the drought was happening, uh-huh. and if I saw someone watering their yard, Ooh, even though it's yeah. recycled water, so you couldn't drink it anyway. It's like gray water, whatever they call uh-huh. it. I would be like, I will come back here in the middle of the night, and I will tear your. <laughs> Up. And it's just like, um, yeah. It's so, like, well, why don't you relax, Ryan, and like maybe do the work on yourself. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that makes you think you're so much better than everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's so easy to judge. But I want to murder people sometimes. I do like, too. You can plant. You yeah. can plant things that don't need to be watered. And I understand. I don't want a dirt patch. And this is a Mediterranean like climate, so yes. it's not like grass doesn't There's exist some in the Mediterranean. Succulents down. Those are beautiful. Um, but uh, what was I going to tell you something about? 
grass no something about land i don't know where also oh, you get this 50 you you want to put yeah it's illegal yeah. okay it's so illegal it's and illegal. the bougie people in the neighborhood yeah. don't want a trailer so, in their neighborhood so, it lowers my property yeah. value so i think i find i find it online fifteen thousand dollars is land i think i find it on a map because it's a little um a little secretive where it is I take brandy. We wait, 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 wait. I just want to, I just want to clear something up real quick. <laughs> oh, you I know. Said, I you said you found land on a map, uh, which is, <laughs> which seems like That's the place you did. might, you might, that might be like one of the first places you go. <laughs> <laughs> I found it on a map. I need if to, you can believe this, I need to drink coffee. If you this can is believe, I, this no, yerba no, mate no. is bullshit. No, I think it's working. Uh, I just I keep interrupting you. And get coffee. So uh, <laughs> there's like there's like some brain over here and yeah, words yeah. over here. I remembered what I was gonna say about the water though. Um, all my friends keep making fun of me now for the pee stuff and uh oh for peeing on everything yeah and meanwhile some of them are starting it i will oh pee. no so you've started a pee army yes yes oh <laughs> that's my dream let's all just be that um so i will pee and pee and pee without flushing it in my own toilet like a a bunch i have clogged my own toilet by just peeing on top of pee wait 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 oh wait, that's wait, really wait, gross wait. why am i telling this whoa story? whoa whoa we need to stop <laughs> i don't want to we need to pause it. here <laughs> this is because I have one of the huh. gross, I have Undo. a very gross story that relates to this that I probably won't tell because it was when I was a young. It's, it's just pee. I was just I'm, a I'm young flushing kid. the number twos. Okay. Yeah. I was a young kid and me and a friend of mine didn't do that. We, we did number twos and didn't. Ooh, we that's we were, so, boys are so gross. We're like 11, we're 12 year old idiots. Boys right? are so but gross. I clog, pee on <laughs> How do you everything. clog a toilet with, with toilet liquid? Paper, with toilet paper. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. See, I forgot about that because I'm Yeah, a yeah. yeah the, the vaginas okay, are different. I was different. like, wait a second. Your yeah. urine was My so urine thick. Is, <laughs> I have an illness. It's like untreated. a smoothie. When I pee, it's like a smoothie. Isn't everybody's? <laughs> ew, ew, yeah, right? ew. Okay. Sounds so, like sorry, the grossest STD. No, it's okay. I'm into the gross stuff. Okay. So now, the toilet but, this really has given me ease yeah. or it's really well, it's relaxed me listen, understanding the, the yes. toilet paper also aspect of the this. peeing thing which i think i've said before um so there's a big full moon thanksgiving my psychic misty told me a year prior that i was going to buy land in december she couldn't see where she said it might be florida and and brandy's like well she probably sell the palm trees and i was like because there are a lot of palm trees around this land so um the crazy the, I, I did pee on the land to make sure that i would get it but this, this is, is before you even got it though yeah you just went yeah. there and looked at it, it and peed in the middle of the night or when uh peed under the full moon the thanksgiving that crazy one that was in it had just gone into sagittarius with a fucking gemini moon it was so powerful this I, was, is like I danced the... partied all night with strangers and then i peed on my land i was up till five the brady and i were watching What's his name? Mr. Kitty videos. You guys have to watch these. Oh my God. Have you seen these Mr. Kitty videos on YouTube? They're not big, but Brandy knows the cousin of the dude who's making him. He's in a trailer. He's heating up beans. He is telling the saddest, funniest. Oh no, I know the Mr. Kitty Mr. videos. Kitty. It's, um, it's my friend, Chad Ryden. It's his brother. Are you serious? Chad Ryden's a comedian. Brandy That's why Brandy them. knows him. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, Chad so Ryden Mr. is Kitty a comedian videos. in Nashville. Yeah. That's it's his yeah. brother. Yes. Uh, yes. Who's. Oh my Mr. God, they're so Mr. Kitty. Oh my God. And they're like, Got they're, it's insane. Got by my dad in court today. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. He's, and he's real. He's real. The Mr. Kitty videos God. are ridiculous. I got to watch them again. See, like, that's Mr. a happy Kitty. place I can go to. Um, but okay, so the, the land. So I call the number, the realtor, and her name is Teresa. And she's this little Asian woman. And she answers the phone and she says, oh yeah, whatever, um, write an email with an offer and I'll send it to the lawyers. It's probate. 
it's a it's a probate deal. So it's you have to have all the cash up front. It's only fifteen thousand dollars, and I had come into uh, like a big project I was paid up in advance for. So I had $17,000. So I had just enough to live off of and buy land. And um, Teresa is saying, uh, yeah, write this email and I'll forward it to them. And I'm like, cool, cool. And then she says, it was the day Kavanaugh was being signed in when all the women across the world were just like, oh, we don't count. It doesn't matter. You can rape oh, all of us. Oh, thanks for the reminder. Still- yeah, yeah. Like, um, we almost thought that we were yeah, uh, yeah, being we thought considered we were making, a human being yeah, we, for a moment. So yeah, thank you for the reminder. Yeah, there's no progress there. But uh, uh, everybody was mad. And Teresa just started venting. And she's like, do you believe this shit? And I said, nope, nope. I My heart is broken. I'm devastated. I mean, after Trump, like I, um, I shouldn't be surprised. We started venting to each other for 45 minutes. And she says, oh, I really feel like I made a friend in you. And I was like, I feel the same way. We should get dinner and keep bitching about stuff and um (laughs) she goes she goes uh i like you so i'm gonna tell you the truth about this land and i'm like oh it's a scam and she goes i don't get any money for selling this so i just keep forwarding the stuff to the lawyers and they keep saying we're not selling it you have to sell it and she was just waiting for her contract to burn up with them and then somebody else would be stuck with it she was getting calls all day on this land she goes i need to get rid of it it's a it's an annoyance i'm gonna sell it to you so there had been, it was like 40, it had been online for like 40 days. She just kept pushing it to the back burner. I called her at a very crucial moment in history when, and she kept saying, she's like, we just got to vote in women. We just got to vote in women, which is of course what started to happen. It was such crazy timing. And then I make an offer. They reject it because I guess that legally it couldn't be that low. And, um, wait a minute, I think maybe the land was 17 and I got it for 15. I don't remember the numbers, but um, I made an offer, they rejected it. I made another offer, they accepted it. That's when I went peed on it just to make sure because she kept saying, she's like, don't get your hopes up. Sometimes this stuff goes crazy. And uh, sure enough, I got it. The money went to Juilliard, which uh, the rich guy who owned it and died uh, get set, gave all the money from his stuff to Juilliard because, you know, Juilliard's really struggling, you know. But uh, yeah, I own land that I peed on and magically conjured. I believe absolutely that I manifested it. Not, I never did magic. I mean, I obviously did magic, but subconsciously and just like putting my power towards this thing I wanted that $130,000, I was never going to be able to buy land in Eagle Rock. And it is super expensive. It just keeps going up. Um, and so the land itself, we went and took pictures on Thanksgiving right before I had peed on it because it was, it was near where we were eating and then it was near this other party. And there are orbs in the photos. I've never taken a picture and gotten an orb. I know everybody does. I never had one. You can see where the orb is moving throughout the different photos. Well, there's different classifications of orbs, uh, like when it comes to like photos. I mean, I had a camera on my phone for a while that had something with the lens. So there was like a tiny orb in every single photo, I took, which is like different it's just because of the, the lens this, was fucked up. This is during the But this day. is, yeah, like that, you don't see that very I'll often. have to show it to you. I, you know what? I should post them on uh, Instagram or something because it is fucking crazy. Um, but then Brandy, it's a hill. It's all a hill. And Brandy and I, I had never gone all the way up. And Brandy's like, let's just climb it. Let's go all the way up. And we did, on New Year's Day, we did this. We go all the way up crows galore crows everywhere i'm there's some there's a a great little night coming up i'm gonna take a bunch of shiny stuff up there that's another story that i absolutely have to tell you after this um but you give 
crows offerings and crows are magic. And I have such a connection to crows just, you know, with my spirit animal. Um, we go up there, black cats everywhere. They're just like peeking in and out of the trees. We don't know how many there are. This is like the plot of land that the, uh, the town and Buffy the Vampire I wish was built I could on. tell you guys like the address because it sounds like a Harry Potter address that's not real. Um, it's, 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 it's lot 13 and it's number, God, I just want to tell you, but I, I you, you should not. You should, it's you so, can. it's so good. Gonna, I will intervene and say, okay. you don't Thanks, tell people Ryan. where you live. I need I mean, to eat, I need to eat some caffeine today. Anyone who's listening to this is a great person, <gasps> so good. but like, yeah, you're there's all also, good you never know, like who knows, but you might be possessed by a demon at some point and then exactly. cry, come take a dump on my land. I don't need that. So we go all the way to the top and the house that's behind it, they have chickens. There is, oh, this is insane a garden that is built into the side of the hill and it's like at the top of the hill, then my land is right below it, but there's an old um, irrigation system in there, but it's all, nobody's doing it. The people who moved into this house, it was like someone else's and they have railroad ties and stairs built in, but they don't use this. They don't access it. They've built a fence. They have no interest. They got chickens on their side. Brandy says, you should show them the pictures of what you did to your yard in Utah and just be like, hey, could I just make this gorgeous and we both enjoy it? And I was like, holy shit, dude, this is going to be like the community garden. All the neighbors, we drove up and looked at these very rich people's houses and they have like Black Lives Matter signs in their yards. There's somebody with some witch shit hanging like a pentagram. They're they're my people living up on that hill. So um, Brandy has this great idea. Uh, and what was the other thing we saw up there? Somebody hooked up a rappelling system that we found. So we got down the hill easily enough, which was crazy. We were like, who did this? But I am forgetting something. Well, uh, I mean, I there's a lot of, there's orbs, there's black cats, there's crows. Yeah, I it's mean, what magic. Else, what else is there? It's so magical. Even the view, well, it's funny too, because the view is of like a street, street lined with palm trees and it's gorgeous. It's so, the view is, I hadn't, I didn't know the view was that good until Brandy made me climb all the way to the top. I am so in love with it. It is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me is this fucking land. And Doreen looked at it when I saw her last and she goes, wow, you really did manifest this land. I was like, I already know that. And then she said, this land is magic. And I said, I know. And she said, someday somebody else is going to see that this land is magic and they're going to try to give you a lot of money for it. You might want to take that money. And I was like, I don't think so. (laughs) You can't put a price on magic. Yeah, you I guess you can't. Depending on how much, how badly you need money. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm selling my trailer. I mean, you know, the part of me that is obsessed with always looking at property on Zillow and all that kind of stuff wants to know like what that land is actually worth. But we don't. Oh, have to, we don't yeah. have to talk about that. I actually have looked into that too. Yeah, no, mean, no. It's 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 incredible. It's fucking incredible. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm not kidding. You know, it's funny. Like I've met a lot of soulmates, and and I've been reflecting on stuff like that lately. And I've had really good love really good times, wonderful blessings in this life. I believe absolutely I am a darling of the universe. That land is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And it's just going to get better. Um, But I have to tell you this crazy fucking crow story. So my homework from Sarah was walking meditation. Which you were bad at. I was real bad at. I'm doing it every day now because every day except today, um, I think it's because these kids were fucking with the ducks I was feeding and it was bad energy and their dad was a piece of shit. Like, don't fuck with ducks. Leave ducks alone. (laughs) Um, But I was. Ducks already have the life of a duck. Yeah. And it was sad. It was a little lady duck and I was feeding her. 
um, the spinach uh, tortilla from my breakfast burrito. And her little man wasn't eating any of it. The little man duck. He just was letting her eat it. And he was like standing guard. And then these fucking kids came over. And the kids don't know. But the dad does. And they were old enough to not be assholes. They were old enough to be compassionate towards animals. But that was awful. So I didn't see anything great today. And I uh, probably because they ruined it for me. But, <laughs> but, and I have to show you this, Ryan. I should have gotten this prop out. But okay, so I go to the park. This was the first day. This was just just like a few days ago when I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this every day. I walk all the way around the lake and, and don't look at my phone. Don't listen to music. I open my mind and I say to my spirit guides, angels and ancestors, flood me with the info I need. Let's get it all in. This is the time. And um, I do that right before I hit the park. Like when I'm walking, I'm like, come on, I'm calling you in. I get to the park barely walking around the lake and I'm thinking about um, I'm trying to find this thing because it's it's a good idea though to do like a call to arms yeah uh, oh like yeah of, I do it all the time of like the spirit guides and you know the angels and guys. the protectors or whatever like you know like really make sure you ask for it. I mean because yeah. I think sometimes we forget that th- there's the power in asking you and if you're living joyfully uh, this is really funny for me, by the way, watching you like try to purse? find like. Uh, oh, here it is. Okay. Okay. So, so I'm walking, and I'm thinking. I'm I'm like I'm I'm just kind of opening my mind, and I start realizing, um, I need to start gathering shiny things for the crows because I'm going to take them up to my land. I'm actually going to build an. I altar. don't know what sentence sounds like funnier, <laughs> like uh, either like. This is what I decided. I need to start gathering shiny things. <laughs> yeah. Or if it's funnier coming from an adult to say, this is what I've decided. I need to start gathering shiny things for the crows. <laughs> like, which one is crazy? I am throwing both of my arms around all this crazy fucking no, I mean, bullshit. it's great. It's great. It but is. like, okay. Okay. So I'm walking and I'm thinking, um, I picked, I was picturing shiny silver at the time, which it can be gold. It can be anything. For shiny. the crows. For the crows. For the crows. That's, that's like, that's, that should be your, your, your catchphrase. Yeah. Whenever you for do anything. the crows. It's for the crows. <laughs> Let's hear it for the crows. <laughs> So, okay, so I'm, I'm picturing silver when, when I'm thinking this. I look down, and this is on the ground. Okay, now this is this is not that significant yet, but the rest of the story. So it's a tiny broken silver bracelet, and it has a little um, padlock on it that's uh, non-functional. It's just like a cute little padlock. I pick it up, and I'm like, oh, that was sent to me for the crows. It was right when I was thinking that, which is insane. So I'm walking around the lake. And I see a crow above me in the tree. And I swear to God, you guys, it has a horseshoe in its mouth. I don't know how I don't know how strong they are. It had a it had a silver horseshoe in its mouth. And it threw like it standard size? It yeah, yeah, like a horse's shoe. It threw it at me and it was um there's like a little like a kind of retention wall in flower beds. The crow th- chucks this horseshoe and I'm like, holy shit, I am climbing into these flower beds and I'm getting that horseshoe because that is a lucky horseshoe. I'm not going to put that horseshoe out for the crows. I'm going to hang it over my door and I'm going to have crazy crow blessings. I start climbing the retention walls. There's no horseshoe. 
but there's $30 cash. Well, it's funny because I mean, like typically I just had to, you know, I, I had to make sure, horseshoe. but it's like, you know, it is a, it is a traditional symbol of good luck and protection. Yeah. Yeah. So like and the I idea of a, of a crow throwing a horseshoe. Oh my God. You, right. doesn't strike me as like, oh, you're trying to protect me. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, but it's like throwing protection but, but it at you didn't, in it some didn't, kind of way. It like landed in front of me, but then there was no horseshoe. There was cash money there instead. And I was like, holy shit. And I took the cash. I started looking around for the horseshoe and I realized that horseshoe wasn't real like i i know don't even bother that was you saw that no one else would have seen that then this was crazy this normal looking man not a homeless person starts yelling at me uh you're free god bless you and and i was like <laughs> and and i'm great and i'm climbing into like a wall of flower beds kind of and i was like that's weird but then i realized the bracelet I found has a padlock on it and he told me I was free I don't know why I mean maybe he was just like look at that free spirit climbing into flower beds or whatever the fuck it was crazy it was such a weird it was just it was all so weird I couldn't believe it had happened and then I I was walking home and I and I was trying to figure out what it meant but I do feel free this is something that I'm focusing on right now is um sort of like replenishing my own life and love for myself before I give it away again because I think that I lose a lot of my stuff in in relationships um but then this was nuts but before you go on to the next part I think we do want to talk about something or I think we should just bring up like the with the symbolism of the things that are happening here okay because the crow like we talked about the crows being on mm. your land and all this kind of stuff and that they can be a symbol for like magic and mysteries. Yeah. but they're they're also a huge symbol throughout history as bad luck and death so no. like right but no yeah. but it, hear but me out like i'm the, not saying that this crow like no no it's, that's the only yeah. part of the thing 13 but the thing it has hat. in its mouth is a symbol of good luck mm-hmm. so do you understand like the you understand what's happening here right no you me. have it's just balance it's talking it's like a, oh it's balance. yeah you're having a you're having a vision of balance yeah i mean you have bad luck throwing good luck at you yeah. Well, I don't think. Of I mean, that's one way luck. it could be interpreted. Yeah, but even like, even black cats, people think they're unlucky. No, but it's not. It's like it's like when you get the devil card or like the mm, tower card. Yeah. It's, it doesn't mean like your life's well, going to shit. Well, the tower. It just means <laughs> that like there's always something good about something bad. Yeah. Yeah. And no. vice versa. No, you're totally right. Well, then the next day I was walking through the park and I'm very much in touch. Well, this is this is really crazy. I don't think I've ever told you this. So when I got here. I started to call in. I've been, I've been calling in my other. This soulmates. is all on the first day you do this. The first day I get here. Well, this is no, a the first sub- day you're doing the the walk. Oh, the meditation. Walk. Oh no, this was when I first got back to LA in September. I I knew there was love for me here. And no, 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 I'm talking about the crow. Oh the yeah, that, that was the first day I did it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, then yeah. it was like after that I would always go. The second day I did it. Um, okay, and this is part of that, but um, I start calling in love, and so we're going backwards in time. Yeah, right? yeah. So I the first, and I, I I was astral projecting like crazy, and when I would astral project, uh, years ago, I would go to visit people, soulmates who also astral project. I have a very clear visual of there was a house we used to meet in and I remember traveling to the house. It was really fucking beautiful. And I don't have a lot of astral projection memories now um, or, you know, recent ones, but I would wake up in the morning and I would think I saw him last night 
Like he is astral projecting. Whoever he is, he astral projects. The one, the person who I was just with does not. Um, I don't think he astral projects. Uh, but the first morning I woke up next to my the last person I was with, I was spooning him and I saw him from behind. And I, as soon as I opened my eyes, I was like, oh no, I cheated. And I was like, whoa, on who? Wait, you said I cheated? Yeah, I, I didn't say it, but I, I knew. I knew I'd cheated on someone. And that's when I realized, because I had a feeling that I was meeting up with somebody here. Like he is also, uh, I think he's a high high number. I have a lot of feelings about who he is. or I don't, Not who he is, but what he is. Um, he's very courageous. One of the things on the list that Sarah made me make, the last thing, I waited and waited to do number 120. Because I just wanted to, do something that was really going to change my life as far as like partnerships go. And I, for 120, I wrote, he is as strong or stronger than me. And I've never had that with a man. So, um, uh, I, I wake up and I, I feel like I cheated on someone and I was like, who did you cheat? What are you, what is wrong with you? And I was like, no, it's whoever I've been talking to. And I astral project the other crazy thing, whenever I'd sleep over at that person's house or he'd sleep with me, I never, never astral projected. Um, and I think part of that was I wanted to stay in bed with him, but I think part of it too is because I was talking to someone else. Now, I don't know if he and I kept talking, or uh, he doesn't know that this is happening. Whoever he is, he has a sense of someone, but I he, I don't think he's as in touch with this stuff as I am. I don't think he's a psychic or anything. Um, so I know he's coming. Sarah saw him. <laughs> it was so great too. Cause she She's telling me like, about the person I was just with and and I feel so much love for him. He's such a good human being, but he is not the list I've made. And I think that that's also because I changed the list. Like he was much closer to what I wanted before, but now I want something different. So Sarah sees the guy I'm supposed to be with and she goes, ooh, I cannot wait to meet him. And I was like, what? Easy, what? Like, Sarah, <laughs> what? And then she tells me these really wonderful things about him. And um, I told you about this when I meditated uh, like a week ago. I always see really great things and I saw his face and he was holding a baby and I saw their faces, which the human mind cannot make up a face. And then my spirits were like, you're not allowed to see that. And they melted their faces away. So I saw their skulls and that was real fucking trippy. He does not look like what I thought he would look like. And I also don't have a very clear memory at all of what he looks like. So anyway. But it's one of those things where you, when you see him again, you'll know Yeah, it. I'll know. I'll know the moment I see him, which is really exciting. And supposedly uh, around July. is. I wonder what that moment is going to be like for him. Uh, where you just run up to him. <laughs> you! You! <laughs> I've um, seen you in my dreams, <laughs> and I've also seen your skull. <laughs> We have a child. <laughs> we have a child. <laughs> we have a child. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to play it cool. Sarah was very, very adamant. She said this to me a few times. She goes, do not sleep with this one on the first date. And I was like, I never sleep with someone on the first date. And she's like, you slept with that other guy on the second date. And I was like, oh, shit, I did. <laughs> and, uh, but I mean, when you know, too, like, you know, mm. when it's someone. Um, but she told me, do not sleep with him until the fourth date. And then later she circles back to this because he is apparently going to come at me hard which is wonderful and that's on my list I want a man who is aggressive like my fucking chihuahua power animal tomcat I need an aggressive man so, so um, and if you're a man listening to this <laughs> and understand you, the context of this conversation please can you imagine if like, I need if you meet Angela yeah, yeah please, like please please, please. so 
Because the men's like, oh, she said she wanted aggressive, so I just. Oh yeah, like, no, yeah, it's like not settle that. down, bro. And 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 my my second husband was he came on so strong, and I loved it. It was just so powerful and oh, forceful and just awesome. Not rapey. I don't like that shit. P.S. Let's be clear. Um, but uh, so wait, what was I going to tell you something about this guy? Oh, okay. So I'm walking. I'm walking around the water. Nothing magical's happened, and I'm like, well, this is a bummer. Because I'm almost done. I'm I'm halfway done with my walk. And I've just let my mind wander and I'm really, I keep getting sad because I really cared about the person I was with and we're not together. So that comes back. That like ebbs in and out of my life still. And I started thinking about that. just like letting my sadness seep in. And I had this really strong memory of when my second husband and I met up in Miami and at this point we were madly in love and we had like a crazy fuck fest in Miami. He was on book tour and like, whew, it was so hot and fun and playful and just all the things I want. This memory hits me super hard, not of a moment in memory but of, of Miami, but how Miami felt when I was with him there, just the feeling. And I was like, and, and I was like, oh, and they were saying, this guy, the guy you cheated on with the other guy who you've been astral projecting, this guy is going to feel like that. This guy's going to feel like the Miami feeling, which I think I'll never have again because it was so good. I mean, how often do you get that? And I was like, oh, I, that, you're right. I know that. I know this about him. At that very moment, a lizard, a fucking lizard <laughs> ran across and it's a big pathway ran across the pathway and disappeared into the water. Now, there was an, I walked to the water and I looked. I'm looking around. There are people around. Nobody else. Because if, if you were a group of people and a lizard, which it, there aren't lizards there. There aren't lizards in Echo Park. That, I mean, maybe it was an escaped animal. It looked like a really... Um, was it, so it was a large lizard? It looked like a big green chameleon, like a Florida lizard. So, well, and maybe Miami. I'm just now realizing that they're in Miami. I mean, maybe I didn't, I don't remember seeing anyone. Because there's a ton of lizards like in the hills out here and all that kind of stuff. But like, I mean, jumping into water, I don't don't know what kind of lizard it it would have been. I didn't see it get in the water, but I saw it go over the the edge and I walked over to look and there was nothing there. I mean, if if it dove down, maybe it was real, but I was looking around, no one else. And there were people coming towards me. Like we were, we were about to pass each other when the lizard ran out. Nobody else was looking. Nobody else was even looking at what I was looking at. Like there was like no one else saw it. Um, maybe that was what it was. Was just like Florida. <laughs> I mean, God. it could be a thing. I mean, because the universe will use whatever it's at its mm-hmm. disposal to, yeah, you know, to signify things for you. Yeah, and Sarah to told you. me I really like this, and I feel like and anybody who's trying to call in their their people. I mean, you make that list and you read it every day, and I feel. I know he's, I know him now. Like I know him and I know he's nearby. Um, I can feel it. But um, I also have been saying to my angels and guides every day, I say, thank you for this strong and beautiful man. Cause he exists. Thank you. He, thank you for bringing him in. But I just, see, keep- this is like the, the part of manifestation and mm-hmm. I guess doing that kind of work that, I think some of us forget sometimes yeah. because it's like, I'm going to manifest this thing. And then like we write it on a piece of paper and hang it on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then just every once in a while we'll look at it, Yeah, but we're not actually being grateful like in advance or no. 
in the meantime, or we're not doing the journey of the manifestation. Yeah. I have so much fucked up shit in my life right now. There's so much stuff that is overwhelming me and I'm not sure how I'm going to figure it out. And every day I lead with gratitude. I wake up. I don't know how I'm doing this. I think a lot of it is the meditation and um, being exactly where I wanted. I wanted to be back in LA for years. And I sat in Utah with someone who needed to make me believe I wasn't a, a good person, you know, because he didn't think I'd stay with him unless I believed I was garbage. He, that's what he thinks he deserves. And he has a lot of work to do and he's a one, maybe he'll get there. But, um, I wake up. <laughs> Hopefully, he comes back as like a four next time. I mean, he's had a he did take out a big heavy contract on some stuff, um, but I wake up with such joy in my heart just to be in LA. And I'll go work in the coffee shop, and I'll hear people talk about their movies making it into Sundance or projects they're working on. And people here are so passionate and alive and excited to do stuff. And God, Salt Lake City, what a Bummer. I mean, that place is dead. Everybody has PTSD from that church. Like, it's sad there. It's sad. And I have people I love there. I love so many people there. But I mean, to leave that and come into the light of LA, like, holy shit. I don't think I'm ever going to feel sorry for myself again. I'm just, I feel like I went to prison. I got out of prison and now I'm back in LA. I think leading with gratitude, though, is something very important for manifesting. I don't think you can, if you're not, I don't know, if you're not grateful for it already, you're not going to get it. Even though, like the land, I wanted it and I knew how I would love it. And I think if you can groove into that sensation, that Mm -hmm. feeling, and it's positive visualization. I mean, people talk about, you know, it's a big thing in sports and all that kind of thing. Like, you know, the, the greatest athletes in the world, they'll tell you that they already visualize themselves yeah. doing the things <gasps> oh before my God. they do them. I posted this to our Facebook. Um, Tom Brady's wife, uh, Giselle, is that her name? The Giselle, mom? yes. Yeah, she's a witch. She does all the, he's talked about all the stuff she has him do before games. And he says, he, he says in this article, uh, I win because of the stuff she tells me to do. I win because of her. And she's like, yeah, I'm a fucking witch. I love that. Like, yes, more of that, please. And so, I mean, now you have a whole generation of young people who are beginning to realize, you know, as the church breaks down or the institution of the church and what it is breaks down, becoming maybe more in touch with like their own power, their own power and the empowerment of magic and what and what that means, like trying to be trying to groove into nature, because I don't think it's any accident that the more disconnected we have come from this ancient esoteric system and uh, of, you know, animism mm-hmm. or, you know, just being more in touch with earth yeah. that we have done detriment to the earth. So I think oh, the yeah. more we come back into, I mean, worship is such a weird word because it has such connotations for yeah. someone, especially like me who grew up Catholic. Um, and idol worship and all that kind of, you know, the negative connotations. Yeah. But when you actually worship earth, yes, that's not a bad thing. Ryan, thank you. Well, and as an indigo child, I feel like a real fucking failure. I don't know. I've converted many people to vegetarian and vegan. I really, not by, I am like the most hands off person about that. But if someone is interested or asks me questions, um, I mean, I'm, I'm all about, T- telling somebody what I know, sharing what I know. Uh, 
I I don't push anything on anybody because we're all fucking different. I also, can... for some reason, I just had this image of like, <laughs> it's so funny because you say converted, uh-huh. almost like these missionaries, but like, <laughs> but it's also like growing up Catholic, I, I imagine like there's vegan. all these vegans or vegetarians. I want to let you know that I have a service available. Yeah. If you need to come confess your meat eating sins. Yes. Like, like yes. there's a vegan or vegetarian, just a line of people who are like, are I don't waiting care outside how gay you got booth. with anybody, but yeah, yeah you tell me about like, the animals uh, you eat. Uh, excuse me. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been you know, 30 days since my last confession. What? Tell me, your chi- my child, what is it? I had chicken wings. <laughs> I just learned what tendies well, are. Say five Hail Marys and don't eat chicken wings anymore. <laughs> you can get really good vegan chicken. Do you know what tendies are? Had you heard of this? I took tendies. a picture and I posted it to my Instagram. I took it when I was on my way over here. A Utah license plate said tendies. I showed it to Brandy. I was like, do you know what this is? And she goes, ten dies? And I was like, maybe like a cat that had ten lives instead of not. We couldn't figure it out. I posted it to Instagram. And of course, dudes know tendies is like a joke with uh, losers who live in their mom's basements. And their mom brings them chicken tenders and they call them tendies. I've never <laughs> heard, heard of this. this. I thought yeah. it was a really funny visual, but um, that is funny. Like your mom, just like yeah. And then you and th- and then part of it is that you yell at her because they're not cooked to perfection. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I want ranch. Yeah, yeah. Tendies is what tendies, these like okay. man boys call them. Bring so. me some tendies. Yeah, tendies. So that would be a good one to confess. I've been mean to my mom. She lets me live in her basement. I've been eating tendies, <laughs> tendies. every day. <laughs> I'm on a diet of tendies. <laughs> I tend to eat tendies. That's so gross. Uh, Chickens yeah. are chicken. Eat, that one really gross. Like bones, eating something off the bone. I have such a hard time with. I mean, I can sit and eat a craftsman. I'm conditioned to watch people eat meat, you know? Um, but yeah, as an indigo child, I just feel like I fucking failed. I don't know what I was supposed to do. I know I'm supposed to. And, you know, this is me peeing on my pee all day and not wasting water. This is me carrying that metal straw in my purse and like staining my teeth when I can't get a straw. You know, it's it's and that's very that's very first world. I'm I I realize we can unstain our teeth. That's stupid. Um, But like all the little (laughs) things add up, all the little things add up. And um, I don't know what. What we could do with this, I would, but the, I think that they've all stopped coming. I think Rainbow Children were the last ones, and I'm pretty sure they've stopped coming because Earth is fucked. So nobody else is coming in to try to fix it. I, I, I don't know what Rainbow. I w- this is going to have to be another discussion where I'm going to have to look into Rainbow. Oh Children yeah, those are the latest ones. I okay, I'm not familiar with. I'm going to have to get back on the Star Crystal. Seed message board. <laughs> uh, that and, sounds uh, great. Um, it's. It's everything you could imagine and more. Um, I haven't been there in quite a while, but I was on there like fishing for, not fishing, but I was trying to find shapeshifters. Oh, wow. Years ago. So I would go to all the message board, like all the weird, quote unquote, weird message boards of mm-hmm. people who were these misfits and, you know, indigo children and all this other kind of, yeah. these, all these weird underground message boards. And I'd be, I just post like, hey, I need, I'm looking for someone. It's very specific. Yeah. Or looking for people, very specific type of people who shapeshift. Did you ever find another one? I've never, and, and to be fair, I haven't really signed back on in a while. So who knows if. She's if, such um, a unicorn. There's, I've talked to a friend of mine who I'm going to talk to next month. He'll be in town in Ooh. LA in the, well, actually in a couple months, in the month of May, he'll be here and we'll be uh he's had an experience that we've talked on the phone and shared stories and it's a pretty remarkable story that's very it's with a shapeshifter it's similar to to one i one i my experience so um and he said i might even he might even be able to put me in contact with her but so we'll see about that later but incredible we have to figure out we opened this 
<laughs> what episode did we with they stole my they stole my something. They st- oh. We have to at least put, God, we have to put really a bow on that right it. now. Because, I'm, yeah, okay, yeah. We have to wrap so, this up, but I so want to. So my aunt has <laughs> a, a hotel in England, had had a different one. It was outside of Bath. Can't remember the name of that one. I went to visit her uh, about two years ago over New Year's. And um, I, 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 I kept getting this weird pull whenever I'd be near the front of the hotel. I'd get this weird pull to the the parking lot and I was like I've seen the, the parking lot's small it's insignificant and I walked outside one day and across the way was like a weird tiny antique shop in a sort of garage that I guess they rent the space to somebody I don't know but I was like well that's so cool what's in there again I'm walking over there and I'm like oh man there's something in here for me like I knew something was calling to me and I'd been there for a couple days and felt it so I walk over um, I walk around and I can feel the corner of the room it's in. I go over and it's this ring and it's beautiful. It's silver. It has like a weird little gold, um, like little leaves and a stone. It was not tanzanite. I think it might be topaz. Actually, when Darcy and I hung out afterwards because she does jewelry, I think she told me she thought it was topaz, which I'm pretty sure is another December birthstone. Um, don't remember. It wasn't that expensive, but it was gorgeous. And I knew it had a really good energy. Somebody had, somebody did magic on this ring. Somebody infused it with magic or practiced magic in this ring. So I bought it and I've carried it around and I just started wearing it all the time again. And I put it on my altar. I charge it and I have a dish that it goes in like a bowl. So even if the cats and the, the cats don't fuck with my crystals or anything, I don't know why. Um, but I charge it with my crystals and I wear it all the time. And I just wore it the other night. I went to a friend's house. I, I, how close are we? I'll tell the story next time. But Yeah, we're over an hour okay. already. Okay, so, yeah. so um, I needed to go do some uh, big time cleansing for something that I'll tell you guys about next time because it's, it's a pretty cool story. But um, uh, I wore it. I know I wore it. I took all my crystals over because I was, this thing was I thought it was going to be a lot bigger, like real fucking creepy story it's attached to um, that everybody knows about. It's very like a real wild, famous thing. But um, so I took all my stuff and then I didn't need it, but I was wearing the ring and then I came home and the ring vanished. So the ring vanished the next day or it wasn't on you anymore. Once you got home, you realized the ring was gone. I think I was wearing it because I remember being in the shower and thinking, oh, shit, my ring is on. I always take it off. So I don't know. I don't. I don't remember taking it off and putting it anywhere because my altar was void of crystals, and there's nowhere I would have put it there. And then there's nowhere only, in the shower. No, like no. A shelf. No, this is a real bare bones place I'm in, and I just have like one little um, thing that has my earrings and and some stuff in it. It would be there, or it would be in my altar bowl. Well, what if I told you <laughs> that this afternoon? There was a weird ring just randomly. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa. I was like, what? <laughs> did you see my face? Yeah, I did. I was like, oh. I was going to be like, this the is, fairies she's not, were here. She's not picking up on the joke. Uh, <laughs> I wish. Like, I'm so sad about I mean, it. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. But like there is, I I have a, a weird feeling that I have a ring in the mail today. I Really? What? Yeah. I think the mail, I think I just heard the mail out there. I, I Did you I'm order pretty, a ring? No, but what? someone was making me a ring. Oh, that's cool. But so I feel like. When you said that, I was like, I bet my ring just showed up. Oh, um, I'm going to. So this ring has disappeared. It's a magic ring. Yeah. And so uh, we wonder if it's tied to other things disappearing. Yeah. 
And it could just apartment. be because I don't know why they'd be fucking with me right now. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're mad about something. It or just what. is a reminder. There's an ongoing paranormal investigation yeah. or like investigation into the disappearance of items for uh, your place yes. that started in your trailer. Yes, um, that I've been doing, mm-hmm. and um, which is sprawling out into a, a bigger investigation of other things that we can't talk about right now. Yeah, that we can talk about <laughs> later, maybe. Um, but it's a it's going to be a long ongoing like project or mm-hmm. like or thing. So. Um, that is interesting when it comes to the, the portation or the teleportation or porting Did, of, of items and objects, which is not a new yeah. or a, the craziest thing you've ever heard, like especially when you look into all this stuff. There's a, a history of these things happening. And there's even a mug, a coffee mug. There's this guy, I think I was talking about it on the last one, these these guys who came to uh, Upar's to give a talk about, like they were talking about like, mostly ufo stuff but it was also talking about portation and there's a coffee mug that uh, like had just like an identical um, a coffee mug had an identical coffee mug of its like a replica of itself appear what somewhere and they they measured they did all the measuring of like the you know the of what is the coffee mug made of and all this kind of stuff and there's different there's there's differentials in like the the magnetism or like or the what composed the composition of the coffee mug so there there is case history here about things appearing Mm -hmm. and also disappearing um there's a history of this that's been documented so it's it's not like the craziest thing anybody's ever heard but you have to like look into it before you realize that it's strange too because I I uh, used to be good at finding lost objects for people I I would love to believe I still am um but I I when I realized the ring was gone I closed my eyes and I asked them to show me where it went and they showed me this really weird little bag and I was like I think that's in this box and I have this box that's carved out of a very special wood I'm, I can't remember what it is right now but uh it's where I usually keep my crystals when I when I would be traveling I'd wrap them up and put them in there I opened it and I was like are they coming through here and it's next to a plant and I thought like what there's something there's something I'm supposed to do like if they did take this ring I would love for it to just reappear because it's the only thing that I've noticed has gone missing right now um, the other thing that I'm wondering if I did put it back on my altar without the crystals that might have been when they finally noticed it because it was the only thing on the altar if that's where I returned it to but I probably wouldn't have put it there because I put it there to charge it you know I don't know though I it was late at night who knows what I did but I read that fairies love glass marbles. And if you put glass marbles out for them, they take those instead of your crystals. And when I lived in Utah, my um, my ex had a little boy and he was always bringing these marbles home and he didn't care about them. I don't know where he was getting them, but I'd always take them and put them in the plants and they would go missing. They would always go. And I thought he was taking them back and he didn't care about these marbles. So I'm thinking, okay, what if I buy them a bag? Because I'm going to Target later for a whole bunch of cat litter. I'm going to see if they have glass marbles. I'm they just, definitely have glass marbles or just go to, they do, you know, right? there's also a, um, what are those? What's the name of the place? Like Hobby Lobby. Oh, not, you don't want to go to Hobby Lobby. You don't want to go to Hobby Lobby. They're bigots. Yeah. You want to go to Michael's. Oh, okay. So Michael's, I'm just trying to think but of yeah, I bet, stores. I bet. Well, and then I can start picking up my shiny stuff for crows too. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to put stuff out. I'll probably give them some booze and, uh, see if I'm just going to pray on it and be like, Please. so you're going to go back to the booze. Yeah, I, I, I did all the Shaku Ray stuff and 
blocked the trolls, I think. Also, I don't really mind trolls. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I just want that ring back. I'm going to put, I am going to put booze out. I wonder if I put the booze in this box, if the fairies can access it, but trolls can't. Maybe that's what it was showing me. I'm going to meditate on it later and figure it out. But this is some bullshit. I mean, this is, <laughs> do, are they even doing anything for me? Are they just fucking my shit up whenever I, they want? I mean, you're, you're, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find out. Well, Sarah said that they're magic and they hope. Maybe they're trying magic. to help you sell your trailer. Maybe um, they help me got, get the land. Yeah, maybe they should. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll help me sell Yeah, okay. Well, cool. Let's, uh, uh, we'll have to find out what happens later. Uh, once you know uh, if it reappears or not mm-hmm. so um, I think that's going to do it for today I think uh, everyone's great for listening and you guys remember, are so great uh, thank you for all the great reviews and stuff like that on iTunes and remember if you write a review uh, I guess it's since it's an alias, whatever your screen name what is, yeah. like, we can just write that to put it on the altar, right? You can just do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we'll just, uh, Angela will just write that name down. And, and reach out. Yeah. I mean, it's been really cool to become friends with uh, uh, one of the listeners. I've really, like, this is really fun. I love connecting with people who are into this stuff too. Cause yeah, I walk around and sound like a crazy person when I try to talk about this to non-believers, I appreciate the respect and validation from all of you. Yeah, so this is where the magic happens.com. All the, uh, all the ways to connect are listed there. And yeah, and so there's interesting things happening. We're going to keep you updated on that. Uh, and there's, uh, you know, an endless array of topics for us to still get into that we haven't even touched mm-hmm. on yet. So uh, that'll also be happening. And I think maybe the next episode we'll talk about... Um, Maybe like hexes and, and things like Ooh, that. Okay. So, um, you know, because I was trying to look up like, you know, best ways or like just generally about that kind of stuff. But because uh, I think all of us have one point or another felt like we've been hexed. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, we can talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, thanks again. You can follow me on Instagram at Rising. You can follow uh, it's what, where magic happens on Instagram, right? think so yeah i think because it's uh, magic happens on twitter it's just because there's only so many things available so they're different but yeah uh, they're all the links are on the website uh you should uh follow us individually send um, us emails to ask questions yeah. so yeah. even if we don't know we'll, it'll be fun to research no doubt maybe no we doubt. have experiences so yeah so don't forget to rate and review on itunes and we appreciate you yeah we really do and don't forget this shit is real this shit is real <laughs> <laughs>